You're listening to Real Chicks Rock Presents Real Discussions, and I'm your host, Michelle Dawes-Burke. Fasten your seatbelts as it's sure to be an informative discussion and conversation. Keep in mind that we are not perfect, but we're empowered. Enjoy. Good afternoon and welcome to Real Chicks Rock Presents Real Discussions. I am your host, Michelle Dawes-Burke. And as always, I am super excited to be here with you. Today is a special day. Not only is is it because it's Easter Sunday, and typically I don't work on a holiday Sunday. If a holiday falls, I may, you know, I'll take off and I'll leave you with a replay of a previous show. But today is kind of special because today marks us completing six seasons. That means six years of coming before you every first and third Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time having these discussions. And so I just had to be here today. I'm sorry. (laughs) I had to be here. I had to be here. I am super excited. Thank you so much, everyone, all the listeners, the supporters, the fans, everybody that has been leaning in, listening to the show, sharing it, talking about it, all of the guests that I've had over the past six years. Thank you so much for sharing your time, sharing your wisdom, providing information, empowering our listeners over the past couple of years. Thank you so much. And thank you to Status Network, who has allowed this place to be my home. I could not do this show without the Status Network team. I thank you guys so much for allowing me to do this for the past couple of years. And shouts out to my team, the RCR team that keeps me up, keeps me going, helps me get to the guests and helps me continue to put this brand in a good light. Thank you all. Thank you you everyone. Yes. So like I said, it is Easter Sunday. I just wanted to just um, all of those people that went out today at any form of worship, um, however you spent this morning, may God continue to bless you. I know most of us, right? Those that are in relationship with God, we are seeking him every day. So for some of us, it was like, nah, it was just another day. I'm going to give up my seat today at church to allow other people to go. And church was crowded today. I went today. It was the first time the doors had opened in two years. So that is the temperature and the atmosphere here in Atlanta. It's a beautiful day here. But people are itching and vibing to get out. They don't want to be inside anymore. Masks or not. Vaccinated or not. People are like, I'm out. I am out getting this fresh air. I want to see people. I want to talk to people and not through a Zoom call. I want to hug people. And so people are just out. And so human nature is taking us by storm, right? The People want to socialize and just be in the midst of other people. So I think it's going to be an exciting summer, right? Concerts are back on, shows are back on. People are just showing up everywhere. Restaurants are packed. I think we are starting to live our life. And it's good because that ties into my topic today. And I'm going to talk about that in just a second. I want to thank all the new listeners. Thank you, all of the new listeners that are checking us out today. Just wanted to give you a little background as to what Real Chicks is all about. It's all about creatively collaborating to connect to raise awareness regarding issues that impact us women. And we do it by way of community service, public speaking, mentoring, and workshops and the arts. And like I said, this is real critical, pivotal for us today. This is a milestone. And I'm glad for my guest today. My guest has been with me since like years back, but she listened to me when I wanted to birth this brand and has been extremely supportive since day one. So I'm honored to have her here with me today as we celebrate this anniversary. And today's topic is so befitting of her lifestyle. And I talk to her about it all the time. And I wanted to bring her on the show because I think it's great to share and help other people live their life because life is worth living. That is the topic for today. Life is worth living. Ladies and gentlemen, my guest today, Monifa Burke. Hi, Monifa. Hi, Michelle. (laughs) You look beautiful as always. Thank you. (laughs) How are you? How are you today? I'm doing well. I'm doing great. I'm here in Orlando. It's a good 90 degrees. So I'm enjoying the weather Mm -hmm. and just, you know, vacationing for a a few days. Yeah. Awesome. And tell the people what you were doing before you jumped on this interview. What were you doing, Monique? Oh, I was at the pool. I set my alarm for 1.30 so I can get out the pool and make sure I make it back up in the room. Oh, my God. See, life is worth living. So I'm going to get right into it. So, Monifa, born and raised in Atlanta, right? 
Yeah, yeah. You are rare because a lot of us are transplants. So tell us a little bit about some of the things that you did growing up as a kid in Atlanta. Well, I would like to say like my all sides of my family are from Atlanta, like have been there for quite a while. Mm -hmm. Um, I was fortunate enough to know my great grandmother on my mom's side, all grandparents, um, except for my grandfather. But they're they're all from Atlanta. So I grew up like not only just knowing about um, just going to school and being raised in my community, but I knew several different communities. Mm-hmm. And they were also pivotal in Atlanta. My grandfather, uh, Rogers Hornsby, first black guy, black man to own a bonding company in Georgia. Nice. Um, I have family grandmother that was a judge. Um, so growing up with that history, as mm-hmm. well as knowing that most of them were born at home, not mm-hmm. in the hospital because they couldn't. Wow. And in the days where they would go in the back um, door of Rialto because they could not come mm. to the front, the colored water fountain, all of that history. Nice. And then I was able to go sit on the front row of the Rialto. Mm-hmm. I was able to go to the Fox just to experience all of those things that mm-hmm. they could not mm-hmm. and hear those conversations and see that. So that kind of birthed in me like, even if we have a, a day or two or a moment of struggle, there's still so much life to be lived because nice. those same grandparents who had to drink out of the colored water fountain, excuse me, or go in the back of the Rialto and sit in the balcony, they still found ways to enjoy life. Yeah. And they weren't bitter. They weren't angry. They, you know, were able to just thrive. Mm. And even their spirits, not just financially or, you know, the other ways we think of thriving, but thriving spiritually mm. to where they wanted to experience life. Mm. Like it was nothing for my grandparents to say, hey, I'm going to run up to casino in Jersey this weekend you know my great grandmother loved to do that and my grandmother or we're going to Biloxi for the weekend and they would all go with all their girlfriends so basically that's where the start of life for me and seeing life like seeing those different dynamics of there may be struggle and strife in one area because of society or whatever may come but there's still this other side of beauty that you create on your Mm. own Beautiful story, beautiful legacy. And so they definitely poured into you because you're glowing, you're glowing. And I've, I've known you since you were a little younger. Um, and so I, I remember you seeking for different things. Like there was something that was always inside of you wanting to do and experience more. Did you feel Monifa that you were maybe an odd man out or was your circle similar like you, like always looking to do different things? How was it for you? Yeah, I've always, even as a child, felt like odd man out. Mm-hmm. And definitely, like, when we met, I was either 19 or 20 yeah, back yeah, in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I always felt odd man out because I felt this, maybe some people would say a, a naive optimism that mm. people felt that I had. Mm. But I just truly, genuinely believe, Michelle, mm. that everything, like, all things are possible. possible. Like, I just really did. And that manifestation was so apparent in my life, even since childhood, over and over good, over and over again, whether it was good grades, playing the viola, traveling abroad in high school. Like, I just didn't feel like there were limits, I guess, mm-hmm. to fun and to excitement and to exploration. Mm-hmm. Um, and fortunately, my parents didn't put those limits on me. So that also helped. And the schools they chose to enroll me in in, in Atlanta also helped mm-hmm. um, cultivate that. But even in that, those same people around me had those same opportunities, but they just didn't see it the mm-hmm. same way. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I definitely felt odd man out. And when we met, um, you were one of the few people that even if you didn't think exactly like me, you never shunned it. And I appreciate that. You're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah, because unfortunately, sometimes when we're older, I, didn't, I won't even put age on it. Sometimes our experiences, Monifa, yeah. dim our light or or our vision is not clear or sometimes we lose some optimism, right? The twinkle yeah. in our eye. We just, because of the things that happen to us, we just kind of feel, well, that's possible. But, but the thing about you is there was never a, but it was always yeah. possible. And so I wanted to ask you was, how did you overcome fear? Did fear ever enter in your wheelhouse? And if so, Absolutely. how did you, how did you overcome or deal with fear? Absolutely. Fear always came for me because mm-hmm. I'm a, I was a sensitive child, still sensitive now. And I'm just now getting to the point actually where I'm comfortable with that because right. growing up, that was the one thing that, you know, especially as a black child, 
in the South and going to schools that were predominantly white, um, I was like, okay, you can't, I was taught you can't show your fear, your weakness and be sensitive because I would cry at the drop of a dime. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I would still fix it now, you know, <laughs> or look at it optimistically. Just, I just wanted to cry. I'm like, what's wrong with crying? They'll be like, what's the big deal? You know? So fear would come in as a child, even as an adult, even in my career where I'm like, whoa, I kind of bit off more than I can chew. Mm. But I'm like, I'm here now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I'm like, what am I going to do? Like, am I going to retreat or am I going to go forward? And also I look back at all the other times that I feared and even possibly failed. And I'm like, I'm still here. Mm, mm. So I'm like, you know, it's not going to kill me. It's just going to be like, it's going to stink a little bit, mm-hmm, perhaps, mm-hmm. but it's not going to kill me. So I'm going to be okay. Is it really failure? I don't think there's any failure in you. Was it maybe a mistake or it wasn't you know, really not, failure? I'm okay with saying failure. Failure to me is very subjective, true enough. Mm-hmm. But for me, it's good to see it as failure because then I know what success feels like for me. Okay. You okay. know, like if it didn't turn out the, the way that I wanted to turn out, the yes wasn't the yes or the no wasn't, you know, like for, say for instance, if I went for a role in my at my last company mm-hmm. and I didn't get it. That to me is a failure, yeah. but it's not a terrible thing. Cause first of all, I already have a job right. I'm in a role, <laughs> so I'm not losing anything. If anything, it was just going to be a game. Right. Right. Um, and, and I don't think it's a problem to see it as failure because in that I learned, like I would talk to the hiring manager say, so what else could I have done differently? Or what were you really looking for? Those kind of questions. I mean, you learn from that and grow from that. So you always look at things from an opportunist perspective, opportunity. So even though it wasn't, maybe the outcome wasn't what you expected or was shooting for, you didn't let that stop you. You go and you ask the questions to find out, okay, what could I have done better? What do I need to work on? What is it that I need to do? And you take that personal you know, it's not personal. It's about learning. Right. And that's another thing that we need to do. We take a lot of things. I'm going to speak personally. Let me not say we, I take a lot of things personal, right? So if I don't miss the mark immediately, I feel, man, I didn't, you know, I fail. I suck. And those are the words that we need. I need not say, we need not say over ourselves. We just say, listen, we went for it. It didn't work out. What's the learning opportunity? What is the learning opportunity? And also to pivot on that, I feel like um, in some of those situations, everything can be also attributed to perspective. Mm -hmm. Because here we are being amazing in our own right. Our failure does not negate our amazingness. It was just possibly we didn't present our amazingness the way we could have to convey it and get it across. Mm. You know, whether it's in an interview, whether it's in dating, whether it's in any situation, we may not have presented in a way that that one person could receive. Say that again, Monifa. We are amazing. Say that again. And we don't what? We don't present our amazingness. Say it again, Monifa. Say it, girl. Say it. That's what I'm saying. We are both amazing. Like all of us are amazing. And we just at times don't present our amazingness the way we should Mm. or the way that that person can perceive. I got you. That's like there's no right or wrong. There's no right and wrong in how we present ourselves on any given day. Mm -hmm. But at times there's just different ways people perceive us and perceive everything in life. So that's why I, some, that's why it's easy for me not to take things as personal sometimes. Right. Cause sometimes I will, but then I have to call, you know, just change my perspective and realize that, it doesn't really, it's not just about me. Right. I'm in this life with everybody else and we all have different perceptions mm. and we all have different ways of looking at things. We all have different experiences, history, societal norms, all that stuff. We're all clouded with that. Mm-hmm. Right. And everybody's on this tip about being our authentic selves, but like up half of us don't know who that is. Come on. Say that part. Could you say that part again? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, really? Like, how are you going to be authentic? But you don't know who, you, don't are. Know who you are. Like, I know so many people who they are who they were raised to be, which mm. parents are to, are to guide us. Right. And there's, you know, I know parenting's tough. However, there's a lot of times in that parenting and in the upbringing where your child is only going to think in a perspective of what you give them until they decide to, to seek more. Exactly. Exactly. That's yeah. that's great thinking, Monifa. And one thing about you and the way that you think, you're non-judgmental of people. Oftentimes, when people try to show their authentic self or just show you that they're going through a t- transition 
or they don't even know who they are, we quickly judge them. We write them off, right? right? You should do it right. this way, this that. We are very opinionated. And I think it's very, you sit in your power when you're able to not judge people because you allow right. them to continue to express themselves and figure out who they are and continue to grow. And yeah. that's a great attribute that you have. So thank you for that. Thank you for that. I wanted to, I wanted to lean in just a little bit. I want to peek in because another thing that we struggle with is dating, right? Traditionally, yeah. as women, we just date a certain kind of way, right? We just yeah. think it's supposed to be one on one and this is supposed to lead to marriage and then we're supposed to have some kids and it's right. just a traditional mindset and that sometimes People in our circle or our villages gave us the perception that if we were a woman that knew what we wanted, we might have been a fast woman. We might have been a promiscuous. Like they just didn't allow us to be feminine and be able to know what we want. Because, listen, you could like this guy for what he does and this guy for what how he talks and. It, that we were not taught to have different right. feelings for different people at once. So how was that for you, Monifa? Were you able to, did you come up in that kind of traditional thinking of dating, dating long-term? How was it right. for you? How was it? Yeah, it, it, it was definitely that way. Yeah. I was raised here. I mean, raised in Atlanta, Southern, we were Baptist, yes. um, religious family, um, and my mom was a minister. Mm. So and my entire family was basically raised in the church. And we all, all of my mom's side, we all were members of the same church. So there was a, a way in which you were, we were perceived to date. And right. then also there's the women's ministry right. at church where you're given information on how to seek a mate or receive a mate. Right. You weren't seeking, right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I grew up in all of that and I decided to debunk most of that. I would say 95%. Um, as I grew older, um, I was in a relationship for 17 years with my high school sweetheart. Um, and after that, um, and we're still friends, so no bad blood there. But after that, I decided to start dating and I did do the normal dating one-on-one, like Mm -hmm. one person at a time and see where that goes. Right. However, then I realized that, um, Hey, this isn't quite working for me. It just feels like it's very like too structured for me too routine and it's not horrible, but it just takes too long to really get to know someone. Mm. Um, and everyone wants to be serious very quick. Whereas mm. why can't we get to know each other as friends on a different level? So right. yeah, so I changed that up and I started what I call um, multi-dating, dating more than one guy at once. Right. And people have to realize also that doesn't mean you're intimate with every guy. At once. Come on, like, girl. To yeah. me, yeah, come on. I don't on. feel like there's anything wrong with that either because right. we're all adults. Right. But however, like that doesn't necessarily always mean that. So I think people need to open their minds up to a different style of dating. And I've even told some of my um, um, sister friends that I'm like, listen, you know, if you are mono dated, that's nothing wrong with that. If you can only focus on one person at a time, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that, right? right. However, you cannot date a multi-dated dating guy, a guy who dates multiple women, and expect him to behave as you do. You know, because yeah. that's where the conflicts come in, the lack of communication on how we date mm-hmm. each person, right. and also what our beliefs are around dating. Mm-hmm. And talking about that kind of early on is like, I know people say, well, what are you looking for? But that's not the same question. That Right, 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 <laughs> right, right. It's not the same question. Right. Because both people could be looking for marriage, but get their two different journeys. Right, right. right. But the, and the journey may be too much for one of one of the party um, who's in that. So mm-hmm. then it becomes, you know, friction and unnecessary hurt and pain. But it was just the journey was different. The goal. And then someone always thinks, well, they lied. They played me. No, you, get, you didn't have the discussion, you know. Mm. So well, how should we have it, Monifa? What should we say when we meet somebody? What is it? What should we say when we meet somebody? Well, of course, someone always they always ask what you're looking for, and you know, are you dating? All of that, those questions. But I feel like it needs to be a click down when someone asks, "Are you dating?" Whether you're asking a man or a woman's asking a man or a man's asking a woman, I would say, "Okay, cool, you you are dating." Well, how do you date? Describe to me what that looks like nice. in your life. Nice. How do you view dating? Mm-hmm. And 
also ask questions in a non-judgmental way because mm-hmm. you know sometimes that tone in that voice could be like or the face being like yeah you know, I'm, I'm waiting <laughs> on you to say something i don't like <laughs> you know i'll wait on you you know yeah. and, and i tell some of my girlfriends too like you quick to make that face on this information you know you're not gonna ever get nothing heavy Never. Yeah. You never yeah. get that heavy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you yeah. already made judgments on like just one little thing. So, uh, uh-uh. right. You don't like his shirt being pink. He ain't going to tell you nothing. Else. Right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you, know. Well, so, you, you, know, you got to be a little bit softer in it. Just, just have a conversation. Yeah. And then realize too, where if it doesn't, like, say you go on a few dates and it doesn't work out, he's not terrible. He's just not what you desire, or mean. you may not be what he desired. Like, even in our amazingness, everybody cannot say, I want you. Right, right, you know? right. And that's okay, too. Like, I'm like, I truly believe we're both amazing, but we're not for everybody. Yes. Good you points. Know? Good and they points. have every right to make that choice. Good points, Monifa. I think the issue for us or for, for you know, we say people aren't honest, right? But we're not ready for the honesty. Right. Because in our mind, for some women, we've already calculated what this person will be and mean and where we're going to go. And we're not listening and hearing what they're saying. And then we're thinking that things will change once they get with me because I'm all that. Right. Right. So we still are living in that fantasy and not respecting and listening to what the person is saying. And you have to, you as the person have to mm-hmm. make the decision if this is something you're going to be able to work with or not Right. versus getting also, into it. Exactly. And also I feel like as part of the show, like life is meant to be lived. Yes. So I feel like just because I'm trying to get to the journey of marriage, if someone wants to get to the journey of marriage, right mm. on the way there, you can't make any more stops. Like, what is that about? <laughs> like, when, like when you run errands, do you always just go to that one place and never make stops in between? Like, right. you know, right. Yeah. <laughs> on a trip, anything. Yeah. So on the way there, I feel like if you're mature enough mm-hmm. to handle it as a woman or a man, if someone says they want to get to marriage, but they're multi-dayer and there's a few other things that aren't quite checking off everything, as long as there are no red flags, yeah, there might be a yellow here or even an orange, you know, right. a caution. An but amber. <laughs> you don't have to pretend that this person still isn't worthy of being liked and loved. I got you. I feel like along our journey, you liking and loving people and communicating, that it requires practice. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're just meeting people, interviewing them and dropping them and thinking, oh, I'm going when I meet the one, though, I'm going to be ready. You've not cultivated how to communicate with men. You've not cultivated how to be open, how to listen. And sometimes these people along the way that are good people can be that sounding board and can be that, you know, that time of showing someone that they can be loved also and that you can be loved without all the ties. Awesome. Awesome. Awesome advice, Monifa. Let me ask you, let's get into the living parts some more, a different perspective. What is, uh-huh. what do you consider good times or exciting times for yourself? Is it the dinners? Cause you're a foodie, you yeah. travel, like, let's get into that. How is it? Cause some of us are single women, right? And some of uh-huh. us are like, I need somebody to go with me to have dinner, whether it be male or female. Do you venture out by yourself, Monifa, when you go in? Absolutely. Yeah. And it's been a little bit less due to the pandemic. And I can like, it really kind of irks my soul. Mm. That I can't move around like I used to. Okay. Because as you know, like we're in Atlanta and all the big cities I think are, are experiencing this where there's been an uptick in crime mm-hmm. um, since the pandemic started due to different, whatever various reasons. Right. So I don't feel as comfortable, you know, roaming Atlanta by myself, especially at night. Mm. But that's one thing I always love doing, whether it was movies, going to a bar yeah. and sitting there and having conversation. And I would purposely not tell friends what I was doing on a Friday night or even on a Wednesday night because I want to be by myself and experience it because it's two totally different experiences when you go to dinner alone versus going with others yeah right yeah and the same with travel I traveled alone um even to other countries Mm. and I like that because every day is mine like Mm. top to bottom is my day yeah you know and some people look at it the other way like I'll be lonely but I'm like this is my time now to really experience and see things I wouldn't if I'm at a table with three girlfriends or if I'm at a table with my guy 
and we're just focused on our conversation and how we both are perceiving the, the vacation versus now I'm here by myself and I get to take it all in like mm-hmm. all day. Yeah. Yeah. When you go to dinner, Monifa, how do you select it? Are you in a dinner group or you just go to Yelp or how do you, you find restaurants to go? Instagram. Mm-hmm. Instagram and driving around. Okay. Like pretty much. And Google. Like say, for instance, I have a taste for something like I want a good steak today and I'll be like best steak in Orlando. Mm-hmm. And options come up. I look at a few reviews. I'm like, yep, that's the one. Okay. Pictures, I'm like, yeah, that's the one. And I always go to Instagram because Instagram will tell you the truth. Yep. You know? <laughs> People going to be in them comments if you was nasty. <laughs> It sure is. It sure is. They'll let you know. Monifa, did you, for you to move about the way that you do, are you on a budget? Do you recommend people like be on a budget or you just like throw caution to the listen, wind? Like listen. how are you moving? How, what's going on? <laughs> listen, that's a good question. <laughs> it always starts with a budget. I'm going to be real honest. Okay. But the way that I'm able to do it and even like I'm, I'm currently not working because I decided to take a little gap year um, after I left my career of 25 years. Nice. Um, so I'm taking a gap year because I'm like, how can you do you do that? Right. Yeah. Um, so but prior to that, when I was working, I would set a loose budget for entertainment uh-huh. and all of, you know, entertainment include comedy shows. So I love those to travel, dining out fun with friends, whatever that may be, right? So mm-hmm. I set a budget with that, send that money over there. Um, but it wasn't so tight to where, like, if I went on a trip, a three-week trip to Asia, I had no idea what that was supposed to cost, right? right. So I'm like, this is just going to be whatever. You just free flow it, wing it, and get it, you know, right. you good. Right. But it also, I mean, to my, to, to be honest, though, it's just me and I, you know, haven't had a car note in a while. I don't have the overhead that a lot of people have. I don't mm-hmm. have children. Mm-hmm. So someone else's budget may be different, but I do believe in budgeting. Mm-hmm. But I also believe in like cutting, not even, it's not even cutting because I never wanted it, but I don't have to have a lot of material things. So that helps too, because like, you know, I'm a sneaker girl. Yeah. I was going to say I that. Love shoes. Yeah. I, I and a nice bag. purse and a nice bag to go yeah. with the shoes. Yes. Shoes, handbag, <laughs> and it could be no name brand, there's a bag or whatever. I don't care. Just as long as it's hot and yeah. matching my shoes. Yeah. I'm good. <laughs> but I don't, I don't spend money in a lot of other areas right. that others do. So I like, I got all the way in the world to do entertainment. Right. You know? Right. Right. You've made that a, you made that a priority for yeah, your self care. Yeah. yeah. That, so what would you say, Moni, for for somebody that doesn't really know how to get going? There's something gnawing in them to say they need to get out more, right? They try to check yeah. with their friends. Their friends are in different stages in their life. Like they may have kids. They may be going through a divorce. They may just be busy. Sometimes they don't have the money. They don't have the bandwidth. And so they don't, they, they, they're not clicking with the friends the way they need to socially. Right. So what right. would you suggest to somebody, Monifa, to help them take that first step in getting out and living that life? What would you say? I would say the first thing, and one thing I want to add on to the last question sure. is like another way for, like you said, when the finances may not be there, an easy way is because we all have to pay bills, right? Right. And, and by food and other things like the necessities, I always use the same credit card for that. So I'm loading up on points, loading up on points. And for someone who may only want to travel twice a year, those points can pay for their entire vacation. Yes. Yes. You know, because if you're going to spend $2,000 to live, you know, pay your phone bill, pay your light bill, you know, buy toiletries for your house, household goods anyway, go ahead and charge that. But you have to be disciplined enough to pay that off. Right. So that because you're spending $2,000 either way. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times like buying those things, like especially if you're going to eat out anyway, that that can be triple points on some cards. Yeah. Right. So you can you can rack up like right now, this hotel I'm in is free for five days. Wow. So this is, yeah, this is on points. It's the A-Law. This is brand new. I, I always look for a new hotel too. Wow. And that's like, when we say pow to that pillow right. that's behind yeah. you. <laughs> That's how you do that. So basically, right. we need to find things that are going to reward us as we use it, which Absolutely. is which is that one travel card or whatever that is that's right. going to pay us back 
and that'll help us in getting out. So mm-hmm. instead of you using the points for the ALOF, it could have been used for a dinner somewhere if they honor that. Yep. Right. Exactly. So it's, it could be dinner. It could be flights. And that's why I don't get myself into a uh, airline card because that's usually just or one hotel card. Right. It's just that. Right. But a card like I have a Chase Sapphire. I can use that. I can use those points for anything. Cash back on this, that like cash back cards are also good because like you said, Someone may not, that thing may not be traveling at all. Right. But they're getting cash back on everything they're spending. Mm-hmm. That's that, that's that $600 dinner at, you know, Salt Bay in Miami. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So for the people, again, going back to the question, first step, what is the first yep. step somebody should do? What do you recommend? First step, I will say is perspective. Change your perspective and decide what you want your life to look nice. like. Nice. In every area, say it's the mm. travel, the going out solo, the going out with friends, because mm. you may not have all the pieces at that time. Right. But if you decide that's what you want mm-hmm. and that's what you're working for, your first step is to say what it looks like. Mm. Say it out loud, write it down. Ha- however, they are uh, accustomed to manifesting things or right. their faith, connecting their faith to realization right. and manifestation, like however that works for a person, do that. That's your first step. Mm. And then just put yourself out there. Just jump in, you yeah. know, um, because like I even tell friends, like there's always a way, like say you go somewhere, you don't like it. You can always leave. I don't care how long your reservations are for. I don't care. Like you just sat down to eat after waiting 20 minutes for a table. If you don't like it, you don't like the scene, get up and leave. Mm-hmm. It's somewhere else you can go and have just as much fun. Yeah. Awesome. That's a great way to get started. Let me ask you, Monifa, do you operate off of a bucket list? Like, have you listed all of the things you wanted to do or a vision board? But really, I think it's a bucket list, right, for the way. Well, yeah, I call it my living list. Okay. Um, so I do have a living list. And those are the things, the things on there are things that aren't within immediate reach. Okay. Because, like, for me, I feel like I don't put on my living list, like, going to dinner somewhere. You know, that's, like, every other day, right? Right. But if it's something like, I do want to do dinner in the sky. I don't know if you've seen that before. <laughs> Is that through the hot air balloon or something or what? No, it's, it's like a crane is holding you up. Uh... Like, 10 people up and you're strapped into a seat and yeah. you have someone cooking you in front of you and serving you dinner. <laughs> And they have them all over the world, but uh, lately because of COVID, it's yeah. been kind of cut down. But I do want to go do that okay. somewhere in the world. Yeah. yeah. Wow. See, so that's on the list. That's a living list. So you have a living list, and it's always growing, right? Because as you yeah, mark it's something off, going and checking off, and it's just a little memo in my iPhone. Nothing big. Nothing serious. I used to try to do. Um, what do you call the, the board? You uh, the, the vision boards. Vision board. Yeah, I don't keep up with that. <laughs> yeah. I don't even get the thing done, Michelle. And that just shows you that everybody, everybody's avenue and ways are different. Yes, right? it is. Yeah. Yes. And I do keep a journal, but I don't journal the normal way either. I journal, I do bullet points. Like, this is what I want to happen, even career wise. Like, I want to, I want this role. I want this much more money when I get it. I want it by this day. I want this, this, this. And then I'm go back and date on that page when it happens. Yeah, you You are a great writer, Monifa. You write well, you speak well, you communicate very well. Communications is definitely a strong space for you. And you're right. Everybody does things differently. I didn't always believe in a vision board. And I don't really think I still have one. I'm more of a list person. And I had to figure that out because I wanted to get into a vision board. Yeah, but I was like, I'm not doing that, cutting out the pictures and the different words. And so I was like, I'll be here all day, like forever. I was like, no. But as it comes to my mind, I write it down and they're in front of me. They're not in my phone, but they're home and in a space Mm -hmm. that I see every single day. And it is good to just have it. I do. I do respect the fact that you need to see it maybe in some kind of form or you write it down. I'm not I'm not um, restricted as to how it comes for you. But whatever it is that kind of reminds you that life is bigger than what you see in front of you. I think that's the key. Above that, though, I believe belief is the first thing. Yes. I don't remember the exact scripture, but sometimes I people's issue is believing. Yeah. And they just ask, help my unbelief. You yes, know what I'm saying? Because yes. that is what truly connects us to what we're writing, what we're thinking. Like every time, like all day long, we're having inner thoughts, right? Mm-hmm. So um, even if you forget to open up that, you know, 
um, that memo in your phone. Like sometimes I don't remember to open up a memo and reread what I've written or go to the journal and reread, but writing it down that first time or thinking it that first time and more than once and meditating on it in our own way, not necessarily sit and own, you know, meditate. But meditating on it is something as easy as kind of a lot of people have issues with meditating. Yeah. Um, it's as simple as when you're driving, just visualizing yourself in that space. Mm, that's you good. know, and or thinking about, oh, that's going to be so much fun mm. when I'm able to sit up there at dinner the squat sky thousands of feet above and I wonder if my shoes gonna come off and how is that gonna work you know just all this stuff because I do wonder how like I don't have that net down there but like I want my shoe back now my shoe come off you know just and all of that stuff Michelle yeah. connects it to make it real in your spirit oh, that's awesome you know yeah like thinking about minute details because some people are so high up like that's even true. meeting my guy like I was in Vegas it was Father's Day weekend 2018 and I said to myself, walking through the lobby by myself, it was me and my sister, sister weekend in Vegas. And I was walking through the lobby of our hotel, but all right, I was like, I'm going to meet an amazing guy here, but he's going to live in Atlanta. I'm, no, I said, I'm going to meet an amazing guy this weekend while I'm here, and he's going to live in Atlanta, though. So in my mind, that wasn't very specific. I really thought, okay, I'm going to meet him there in Vegas. Yeah. Right. 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 But I said here. I was there. I met him while I was there because he sent me a friend request. Then he came to my inbox. We have no friends in common. Came to my inbox, said he greeted me like no other man does. He actually like, hi, even though I can see his name. Hi, yeah. I'm Antoine. What, you know. Yeah. So he was very, you know, very um, personable. Yes. Very respectful. Yes. So I was like, OK, I still th- thought nothing of it. But we talked every day since then. Wow. So, and then we started dating and went from there, right? Yeah. But just that simple, like, I really believe it. So I was like, that weekend, like, that's, you know, just looking around, like, who, like, who's fine, first of all? You know, I'm being honest, like, who's fine? And then yeah. I say, fine, like, look, you know, see if they got a ring on me. You know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man. That's awesome, Monifa. That's awesome. And, you know, you hit something there with faith because oftentimes, we we may we may believe some days some days we don't we just like we doubt um do you feel that you had to work what you were believing in do you feel you had to put some muscle behind it or you just had to manifest it and just let it be my the where my work is is my belief okay anything i don't have that i want is because i don't believe yet okay you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like once I believe it's, it's great. It's, it's good. Mm-hmm. It's just that believing and not wavering. Like if I'm still in the wavering, like if I do, I really want it. Do I not? You know, like, eh, right, I don't right, know. right. Yeah. Cause for the longest, I even wavered about even relationships. I was like, I could just kick it, you know? Yeah. But once you open up to something more and you don't even have to be per- perfect in it, because right. of course it, it doesn't have to be 100%, but you have to be leaning on the side of, I do believe this is possible. I believe it's possible for me. Yeah. And I do want it. Yeah. Even if fear, fear is going to be there, right? Like even in parenting, fear is there, but you're getting it done. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what I mean? Yes. Because yes. you believe you can get it done. Yes. Yes. You know? Yes. Yes. You may not know the hows and all the intricacies of how that's going to manifest, but if there's something you want to provide in, as a parent, um, whether it's knowledge, whatever, you're going to get it done. Yeah. And so that kind of belief is what we need. We need yeah. to, and I feel like when we talk about manifestation and faith, people make it so that there's, that it's so much heavy lifting. Mm-hmm. That's the image we have mm-hmm. from how we talk about it, like on a societal level right. and a religious level right. and a spiritual level that basically you got to tarry for it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You got to be working it. You got to like, even on a spiritual um, wavelength of you got to do the work, you know, yeah. like even on a um, on a psychological level of getting your therapy, doing all this stuff, you got to just have all these ducks in a row, right? Before you can get somewhere in life, and that's not the case. Mm. So I just want to encourage everybody to know that as long as you believe and you're you're really going in that direction of belief, it's very possible, mm-hmm. and it's very it could be right there. It could take a minute. That we don't know, but it, it's very possible. This is this is easy as sometimes you know you're driving with a parking space, and you're like, I need a parking space, and I need one up front now. And then one comes open, and but you've been driving around ten minutes, <laughs> you know. 
Give me a because when you say that. I need one now and you're really looking like I expect one to come open right. now and it comes open, it's, yeah. it's just it's similar. You know? I've, I've seen your manifestations come through, Monifa. I'm, I'm not messing with you. you you're definitely <laughs> on point. I, I do want to ask you, though, because you make your birthday season fun. Oh, yeah. Your birthday season is fun for everybody that you're connected with, that knows you, that's your friend. That's just and I, I just want to ask you, how did you come up with that concept and why? Um, with the 12 days of giving? The 12 days of giving. Yes. Yeah, uh, because it started in, and I remember it was, I think it was 2004, around that time, uh-huh. when it started, when I would give, I started with three, I would in, I would give three people in my life a gift as a thank you on my birthday or, you know, around my birthday, to because I know, like, yeah, we're aging, yes, we're going to have a birthday, but what's life without people, right? Yeah. So. And I can't always give everyone stuff on Christmas. Right. And then sometimes you might miss a birthday because we have so many friends, family, associates, yes. coworkers, you yes. know. Yes. So I'm like, just make it on the birthday because I'll remember and I can pick three different people every year. Right. And then once we got really thick on social media and have your presence on there, I decided, hey, let me open this up to my whole network wow. of Facebook friends. Yes. And let me make it fun at the same time. And from August 1st, First August 12th, my actual birthday, I do the 12 days of giving. Mm. And it's always been fun. It's been oh. beautiful. It's been beautiful. I appreciate your commitment. I want to ask you, how how come you're so committed to helping other people? That, like, I, it's just in me because I tried to answer that question. <laughs> so and that's I a can't. good question. Like, I, I can't answer it. Like, you know how you want to have some real yeah. profound, like, yes. one day I was Right, 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 right. Okay. But I think it's in me because I do remember even as a child, like I just never wanted to make waves in the negative way. Mm -hmm. I wanted to, and a little bit of that, I'll be honest, is it did turn into people pleasing at one point in my life. Okay. And I had to learn how to cultivate my giving and cultivate helping people to not try to become savior of anyone, to not try to overgive for love or anything else mm-hmm. and just make it pure I want to give and 12 days of giving actually help with that because I these are people that I don't see I don't talk to on a regular basis even though we might interact here and there on Facebook but it, it's it's so detached from there's not a need for anything back there's not a desire for anything back right. I just want to see people smile awesome awesome you know awesome and one thing about that is also you just never know because of course, there are programs, not not that everyone is able to take advantage of it, but there's programs for those who are less fortunate. There are different, you know, um, assistance programs for financial aid for different things. Mm-hmm. And there's also, of course, those who are rich who get kickbacks on things. But the middle class is often forgotten. Right. And I do believe a lot of my Facebook friends are part of the middle class. Mm-hmm. And. Every time, every year, there are people, several, that like, I never have ever won or been given anything. Mm. And just to, for once in their life, get something, not because they had to work for or do anything, you know, they just participate in a little game and that's right. it. Right, and know? they did it. And you bless them and you make their day. I want to tap into the social media aspect because you're right. Social media is everywhere. It's part of our life. It's not mm-hmm. going anywhere. Can you recommend, or let me just rephrase it, When uh, for you, do you join the social media groups that help you or tell you insightful things about dinner or travel? Are you part of a travel group or anything like that? Again, I just want people to yeah. kind of get out of their own way and figure out different ways to take that first step or get out. So social media, has it helped you in, in, your, in those spaces, Monifa? Well, I would say the ones that helped me were Travel Noir yeah, and Up in the Air Life. Okay. And the, that's when I wanted to travel solo. Mm-hmm. And those two groups, I think they've changed a little bit um, cause they, but because of the pandemic. They may not be offering. I mean, up, I think Travel Noir isn't right now, but Up in the Air Life, I think they're back um, curating trips. So basically, you just pick a week. You go to their website, pick a week to travel. Um make your payments and when it's time to go you get there like your flights on you but they curate the actual trip and it's not busy the entire time you're there you do have your free time whether that's by yourself 
or with someone else who booked that same week, but you don't know the people there. Or mm-hmm. you could invite friends, but I just decided not to, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So that's the way to start if you want to travel by yourself. And there are plenty of other groups like that on social media that I do recommend. Because you can read the comments and see who's real, who's not, and who's having fun in those environments. And I really, really loved it. I It's to the point where, like, one of my closest friends, she lives in Toronto, and I met her on one of those trips. Wow. It was on a Malfi Coast trip. And I was solo by myself. She came by herself as well. And so did the other ladies to the point. We've had two reunions with that same group. Nice. Where we just did our own trip. One was in Asia where we spent, me and her spent the whole three weeks in Asia. Asia and the others dropped in and out as however they could. Mm-hmm. And we went to three different countries, two cities in each. And it was a blast. That was our reunion trip. But her, she and I, we talk every single day almost nice. through WhatsApp. We're talking. Beautiful. So that's why like, just being open. Like, I feel like if I was on that trip with someone else, I wouldn't have met her. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, or been as close or got to know her as well. Mm-hmm. It would have been me and my crew, us doing our thing off right. to the side. You know, and another on the Cape Town trip, I also met someone. Mm-hmm. And I keep in touch with her as well. Mm-hmm. And she's coming from Tennessee to visit me in like a few weeks. Mm. So there's so much richness in stepping out of your comfort zone and, you know, jumping into something like traveling alone, or even if you do take one person, because like every traveling alone is not everybody's thing. And that's okay too. Right. Right. But getting started that way and just being open. I don't meet strangers. I think that's one tip too. I would give people. Okay. Being okay. open to meeting people. Right. 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 That's a lot of, that's a lot of good stuff, Monique, for you done. Is there any place you want to go that you haven't been yet? Um, Antarctica and Australia. Those are the last two continents I need to touch to touch wow. all seven. Yeah. I need to touch those two. Wow. So definitely. And there are trips to Antarctica, but no one trying to go there with me. I got to check my calendar. Let me see what I could do. Let me see what I could do. The last area I want to touch on with you, Monifa, because I think you've been really creative is in this space is the entrepreneurial side of you. Like you've tried, you've, you've had different businesses and platforms, photography to event planning, to just different things. And I think it's because you're a risk taker. Like you're like, this is what I want to do. I love doing this. I love to do calligraphy. I like doing invites. I like doing this. And I think that fuels all that for you. Do you have anything in the pipeline now coming up like coaching or yep, some other it. opportunities talked about it a little bit coaching's in the pipeline um i actually did get certified last year in up-level communication nice, coaching nice and it's just um developed by kenya um uh kenya i'm watching oh, her last name is um skipping but i'll give the information but it's up-level cut cu- cu- communication there is a book it's uplvl uh-huh. and I actually took that course because I was interested in coaching before. And part of my career was coaching because I always had teams and I always had different coworkers and peers right. who would come to me for advice, as well as friends and family. Right. So I started getting interested in making sure I was able to deliver the information in a way that people could have some follow through also. Right. Because right. right. I spoke for my spirit, which helped people, but also just having some way to frame it up. So they see it even easier mm-hmm. was, the, was the direction I want to go in. But after I did the certification, I got certified last year in March. I had one client just as a tester, but mm-hmm. I said, Hey, this is still my gap year. I'm not working. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> people have come and wanted to coach. I was like, <laughs> Nope, I'm doing my gap year. Cause I'm going to honor the fact that I am not working yeah. at all for a year. Uh, <laughs> And now I'm going to, I'm getting ready to jump back into it uh-huh. to where I coach in communication as well as intimacy and feminine energy. Cause those are areas Ooh. that we all need to communicate on better Ooh. and connect better and just understand each of those levels in life. I love it. I love it. I love it. And I, I just want to emphasize the fact that your gap has been a year. Some of us can be out for a week. We can't be, <laughs> we yeah. can't not be working for a long period of time. So the mere fact that that doesn't tell people that you are living your life to its fullest because you're able to not somebody tell you or dictate how long you're going to be, mm-hmm. you're controlling that narrative. And I think right. that's the beauty about this conversation is really empowering people that they mm-hmm. have the power to control the narrative for themselves. 
You're right. And I'm going to manifest right here on the show. Yeah. <laughs> that my next, when I, I'm going to look back, I'm, I'm stepping back, toe back into the professional field. Yes. yes. I want, this is what I'm going to have. Not want, this is what I'm going to have. It's going to be a contracting gig. Uh-huh. A hundred an hour or more. Nice. Unlimited PTO. Nice. What else do I want? Remote, yeah. fully remote. Yes, that's fully remote. You got it. Fully remote. So those, yep, that's yeah. it. And, and amazing uh, coworkers. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. I'm thinking, I was thinking here that you wouldn't even go back to corporate. I'm thinking that your court, your coaching is just ready to take off and that's going to give you everything that you're just speaking. That's what it I'm is, thinking. I just like that. I, I just want that easy. To me, to me, corporate is easy money. I'm just going to be honest. It is. Is that right? Once you get over people's re- realizing that people's attitudes and perspectives have nothing to do with you, it's, it's easier. Wow. Yeah, because once I know it, I know it, right? Because in IT field, once you know that thing, yeah. you know that thing. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You just gotta, it's just the personalities and the interpersonal work right. and issues that right. can come up. But that also de- decreases once you're remote. Yes. Because after I hit that off on that Zoom or whatever, <laughs> I, don't have to, I, don't have to what, I don't have to care what you think. I'm not going to see it at the water cooler. I'm not going to see it at <laughs> There won't be no drive-bys at your desk. None of that, right? And you're going to hey, get it done and be hey, done. Hey, you got a moment? No. No. Yeah. You know what, Monifa? You've been really good. And this is another thing in helping people live their life to the fullest, like live your life. You know is a complete sentence, right? It is. You, it and is. I think that you have definitely learned that. And that is a power you have. It's in your arsenal. And you're very polite about it. But you're like, nope, my workday ends at this point. Or no, I'm going here or no, I have to do this or I'm not going to do this. You've been very clear on what your boundaries are, you know, how you're going to move. And that's very important because we cannot live our life if we're living for everyone else. Right. If we can't say no, we cannot get that line in the sand to even breathe, to even know what we want. And I think for us as women, we do that often a lot. It's very difficult for us to say no or take a time out yeah. or to breathe, even to relax in the tub, like like yeah. have a spa day. Like we do our hair and our nails, but like we need time, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think you do an excellent job in just b- defining what works for you. And you've been very successful in being and having other people respect that boundary. And I think that people, that's another thing that we need to start activating, you know, in living your life because everybody says work-life balance, but we haven't been, Monifa, realistically, when right. I talk to the average person, they have been getting up for two years, getting up as early as seven, maybe eight in their pajamas, start working. They work until five or six. There's a pandemic. They weren't going out to lunch. They wasn't taking a lunch break per se. So statistics have shown that corporations, people have been more productive these past two years than they've been previously because we've just been getting up and nobody is saying, nope, seven o'clock in the morning is not going to work for me. Nobody's saying, no, after five, I can't do it. We just kind of going with the flow. So we want to encourage people to know that no is a complete sentence. Activate your no, right? And know your boundaries. Right. And know that, and then people need to know the difference between no and not now. Because there's sometimes I say no and I'm not, I don't need to revisit it. Like it's not a not now. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not, like, I actually don't want to have a conversation you know? No means no. You know? It means right. <laughs> don't come back and ask me again. I'm clear. Right. Like I'm not doing it. And sometimes you have to remind somebody in your no. If if I do add on something to a no, sometimes especially in professional life, yes, I I will say to the person, and I will give you every opportunity to tell me no when you want to. Oh, you're so. You kind. know what I mean? Because I'm like, if you want, if you want an opportunity to tell me no, you need to go ahead and take this no. First, you're gonna have to go take it. But I'm just, I'm just painting a picture. <laughs> Painting a picture that you also have the right to tell me no. Right. You know? Right. Right. So that they can feel like I like to be a no champion and let people know it's not a bad thing yes. for anyone to say no. And even in friendship circles, it's something I want to touch on yes, too, please, is please. that we exhaust one another as women <sighs> because of our expectations of one another. Mm. 
and our vision of what womanhood is. Uh, and I think it's super skewed. Like hmm. we can be homegirls and real close, but that does not mean I have to be at every baby shower. I don't have to be at every birthday gathering and dinner. I don't have to be, I don't have to do that. If you trust and know that I like and love you and we're friends, right. I don't have to feel every position yeah. every time. Yeah, that's a lot and of pressure. You know, and then people say my circle's small. I speak against that because that's why everybody's exhausted, you know, because <laughs> your circle's too small. Like, I can have, like, you know me, I'm the birthday girl. Yes. I'm going to celebrate myself on my birthday. Yes, you are. But if you can only make it every five years, I'm good with that because then I got enough people to rotate in and right. go, you know. <laughs> It's <laughs> not putting pressure on you to always every year right. you gotta lock in. Right, right. You so you know? kind, Monifa. You always see again, always thinking of others in the process. See? You. you see what I'm saying? And you're right, because we do as girls, as as friends, we put a lot of pressure on one another to always be there. Right. And it's like, no, it's, that's not really, that's not fair. That's it's not, not fair. That's not it's fair. not fair. Like, I don't want to, I don't ever want Michelle to have to be that friend who always does this for us. Yeah. And especially with friends, like, we, we, I've known you since 96 or 7. <laughs> like, what if I was counting you to do the same thing for, for 20-something years? I know. <laughs> I know, I know, I know that. Thank you. You're so kind. That's why you're so wonderful. And beautiful things have always resonated around you and come through you, even in the times of not knowing. And that's the encouragement part that I want to share with people. You don't have to have all the answers. You don't have to know everything, but just take the chance, right? Just open up and just understand that you can live bigger than what's in front of you. I think that you have been a wonderful example of that in your circle, your, your, your community of friends, the people that know you, your colleagues, we see your light is so bright. It's so beautiful. And I just want other people to get a hold of that for themselves. Right. Because life is so short, but we're here for a purpose and a reason. And I really believe that life can be as beautiful as we make it. And I think you've been a wonderful example of that, Monifa. Thank you. <laughs> and that, that let me think about something else, too, that part of coaching, because I know in a conversation, a short conversation, it's hard to give people real tangible examples right. of how to open up. Right. But that that's some of the coaching I want to do as yes. well. It's yes. like people come to me. Tell me, like, present what their life is and what they want it to be. And I can give them pointers right. on how to get there. Right. That's a beautiful thing. Like, very specific pointers on, okay, you're doing this, but how about go here mm-hmm. and try this and try that, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I know you're not working yet, but can the people reach out to you? Like, how can people find you and see how you're living and what you're doing? Can people find you? <laughs> they can, just because it's your audience. <laughs> Or we can we can hold off because you still not you know you you're not ready to start working yet but you know <laughs> from now I, I I'm gonna be up and rolling in in May 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 is my like middle of May I feel like I'm gonna be ready to say hey come get this coach and I'm here okay let's let's have a good time okay why May why May hmm. Um, mainly because I just got a few more trips going on. <laughs> you know, you so like if someone life. reached out to me today, Michelle, they would have like maybe five days to be able to book coaching, and yeah. I'm like, I'm gone the rest of the time. But I do, I do plan to start coaching when I'm traveling as well. Yes, sometimes, but I know the the type of trips I'm taking next that it won't be. So let me do this. No pressure right now, Monifa, but when you are ready, just give me the opportunity to promote it on the show. I'll be more than happy to close out my show or use it as a beginning for people that need coaching because I think it's needed. I think people, we have mental health. We have things that we need to talk about. So there's therapy and counseling. I think people need coaching. I think people need mentors. I think we are at a place that we don't know what next to do. And we need to have people that are able to tap into our potential or just kind of help us lay things out for ourselves because we don't know. One thing that we're doing 
um, this this generation of people, we're breaking generational curses, right? So we're doing right. things that maybe for most of us, we've never seen our parents do. And so we are chartering un, unfamiliar territory. And so right. I just think it's important to have resources in place that mm-hmm. people can go to when they need it to just kind of help them keep moving. Right. Yeah. And yeah. so one thing I will say is, People can lock in and connect with me now on Instagram. I'm a, I'm a lover of Instagram. And it's Monifa Backwards Athenum, uh-huh. which is A-F-I-N-O-M. Uh-huh. Um, I do have it private right now since I am just just put a profile on LinkedIn and I want, um, you know, everybody yeah, yeah. to be Yeah, I understand. I understand. I understand. But after I get that, you know, manifestation, I'm going to open the back Yeah, I know. So, that's right. <laughs> it's coming. It's coming, girl. Well, you know, Monifa, I want to thank you for who you are. I want to thank you for your time today. You are a ray of light and such a source of encouragement. You encourage everybody that you that comes into your path. And I am so thankful to have known you for all these years. You have been this beautiful flower that continues to blossom. And I want to wish you all the best in everything that you do. I'm going to be, I ain't going nowhere, but this is the proper closing for the show. I just want people to know. Congrats on your seven years. (laughs) Thank you. You've done an amazing job. Thank you so much. Listen, I've had a great time today. I'm just filled with. Um, blessings and thanks and gratitude and everything. Um, my son is doing some phenomenal things. I'm so honored to be his mom. It's just a lot of good things. Um, I can tell that God is doing some things within me. So I'm going to remain open and allow him to do what he does. I just want to thank everybody who makes this possible for me to do. I thank you for the text messages, the sliding in my DMs. When you see me on the street, wherever I, the emails, I just thank you for Um, believing in me and believing in this platform, we're going to continue to promote change. We want to empower women. We want to empower people. And we believe having these conversations and doing the work gives them the tools that they need to be better for themselves, not for anyone else, but for themselves. We want you to love you first because you got to love you first before you can love anyone else. Until next time, take care, be well, and rock on. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you have a product or service you'd like to have promoted during the show, please contact us at info at realchicksrock.com and we'll send you the details. We're reaching the masses and we would love for you to join us on the ride. Until next time, take care and continue to rock on.